Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome to an all-new Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we're going to be breaking down Season 3, Episode 4, titled Rule Number 225, What Happens in Bakersfield Stays in Bakersfield. We have a special guest Skyping in tonight, Cynthia Summers, the costume designer of Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. We have a lot to talk about, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now... Let the buzz begin! Oh, hello, After Buzzers. Thank you all again so much for tuning in to the Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce After Show here at After Buzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. Before I introduce our special guest, we have two of the OG GG2D panel. Right here. Right here. Guys, introduce yourself. Let us know where we can find you on Twitter. Hey, sorry, I'm distracted by this awesome song. So good. <laughs> I'm Lindsay Miller. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Rockin' Mama Life. And I'm enjoying my share moment. He took it away, but I am Tara Johnson. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TJ Wagging Her Tail. <laughs> And guys, we have Cynthia Summers here Skyping in. The fans can see you. Cynthia, hello. Ooh, hi, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, you are actually, I'm so glad you're on the show because it. you're the way, you're the costume designer, the way that you do your work, costumes are Amazing. basically uh, like yes. a character. Yeah. So thank you for being here. And you never yeah. mess with the people that dress you or do your hair and makeup. And there That's you go. Right. Ever. <laughs> ever, 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 um, <laughs> ever. So, for the fans out there that want to follow you and like your life as this awesome costume designer, where can they find you on social media? Um, I'm on Twitter, and it's Cynthia A. Summers at Twitter, and I'm also on Instagram, and it's Cynthia Summers on Instagram. Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, guys, what did we think about tonight's <laughs> episode? Ah, oh, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is the first episode I've really liked this season. Of really? Fire. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. That is no. interesting. You uh, weren't here last week. I feel like they've been kind of. I mad. have to say, I'm actually happy I was not here last week because when I watched it at home, I was ticked. I was like, <laughs> "How dare you?" Glad I wasn't there. Would not have been pretty. But wow. Um, was I, it the Barbara Abbey? Oh, Gosh, yeah. don't even don't Not even right. get me started. Yes. <laughs> um, well, Cynthia, are you? I mean, have you been on the show from the beginning? Or? I have. I have been on the show from the beginning, and um, I think that um, to what you're talking about, I think it's been hard to get over Abby and Jake. Yeah, you know? I agree. Yeah. Right, and I think that heading into this season where it's all girls all the time and. You know, the I think we just really missed Jake. It was really gut wrenching when he left. And of course, we need to move on from Jake, but um, I think it's been a little hard. And I think this episode is the first, you know, I don't know, girls gone wild sort of <laughs> episode where the girls actually, the ladies actually go and have some fun. Yeah. And um, we get, obviously, get to dress up. And then, you know, Abby doesn't get to go with them so that she's off on her own adventure. And, Bakersfield, mm. which is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody goes to Bakersfield unless you have to. Yeah, they have an in and out on the way to Vegas. <laughs> That's right, or just fly right over it. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, it's, um, it's. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think to what you're saying, it's a good episode for the ladies to get out and have some fun. So that's why that's why we like it, I think. So since you've been in this from the beginning, do you still watch it or are you able to see early cuts? And how does it affect you as a viewer versus like working on the show? 
Well, it's very interesting because as you probably know, we're actually shooting season five right now. So um, when I was uh, when I was talking to people about doing this, I'm doing we're doing episode what <laughs> on what season? <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? Oh my god, what happened that season? Oh, it was the Palm Springs episode. Yeah. Okay. And what so, are you not allowed to say? I was right say, now. What can you tell us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> but that no. would be hard. No, like if you, if I knew what was coming up next, I would be like, I'm sorry, I cannot do that interview yeah. because I cannot yeah. keep my mouth shut. <laughs> no, but I just have like a strategical question because oh. the way Bravo, you know, picked up the show, they were like, okay, mm-hmm. season three, four and five Mm -hmm. and then they told us season five was the end and then they told us four and five were pretty short right they're gonna be i think this is released and not a spoiler it's like six episodes ish yeah yeah they're doing um three seasons and they're separated into seven six and six and um yeah they're short and i actually don't know exactly how they're airing them and i'm not sure if they do if they're going to do you know they're doing season they're done season three. I don't know if they're going to do season four in the same year or wait wow. a year. Ooh, I mm. hope not. No, um, but they uh, can't. Yeah, I know. Wow. It's too long, right? That is too long. Way too long. I don't think that's going to happen. I just think I, I don't, we don't know when, how they're going to do it. But um, I think it'll be sooner than later. So, yeah. I mean, who wants to wait? Right. Yeah. So after season five, though, it's over. Yeah, sadly, that's that's the end. And... Um, you know, there's pluses and minuses to that. It, the, the pluses are, um, and I think Marty Noxon, the creator, has said this in an interview, you know, you've got a definitive beginning and end to these mm-hmm. characters' stories, so you can really make a really beautiful story arc, um, as opposed to, you know, getting to the end of a season and waiting to know if you're picked up. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, less yeah, of an, it's less of a end. It's always a cliffhanger. So this will always, this will tell a complete story for all the characters, which is kind of nice. Yeah, I think um, it makes sense for like what the show is trying to do, which is be yeah. like, very honest about like yeah, the divorce and right. life and yeah. middle-aged life for women. And when you have these cliffhangers, then you get these kind of unrealistic storylines where you've got a, this poor room of writers that you're like, now yeah. fix it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now find a way to fix it that makes sense. <laughs> So exactly. people don't think this show is horrible now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, the, the, the bummer part about it is that as a crew and cast, it's kind of sad that the end is coming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you go through this emotional roller coaster while you're shooting of, you know, the family's happy and the family being the cast and crew. We're all a happy bunch. And then we're a little bit depressed about the whole thing. And then we're just a little bit angry for a little while. <laughs> and then we get happy again. And then like we're just kind of, you know, you know, the end is here. What are we going to do? So just celebrate it. So it's a, it's kind of a, you know. It's like senior year of college. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then after that, the real world is happening. What am I going to do next? Uh, Well, that's the worst, the real world, honestly. (laughs) It just is. Let's talk about tonight's episode. So as we said, you know, we go to Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of Palm Springs. I know, Lindsay. have one vote that's not. It's so hot. I mean, it's the middle of the desert. I don't know who was like, let's take this place that's like 500,000 degrees where no life should exist and make it a resort town. People were (laughs) what else could you make it? For glamorous things when their feet are like burning on the pavement. It's just, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. 
right. I, I don't know. My, my idea is if you're going to go to a place like this, that's, a, you know, a city that's sprung in the desert, well, I guess Vegas. Why not go to Vegas? Uh, well, yeah. if, if Vegas is a little too much for you, you know. Then, different. Yeah, exactly. Completely, yeah. You do. I feel like you do, Tara. You like Palm Springs. Huh? I mean, I. I mean, look. I like the heat. I like. Uh-uh. I like the heat, especially if it's mm-hmm. dry. I'm from Georgia, where there's tons of humidity. So mm-hmm. I do not want I'll to give go. You that. Yes, I'll give you that. If I can go somewhere and catch some heat without the humidity, I'm, I'm in 100. <laughs> percent Well, let's focus on it. Just like the girls, you know, it's Phoebe, yeah. Delia, and Joe. Mm-hmm. They go mm-hmm. without Abby because. Mm. Abby is, you know, at the baseball game, which we will get into in the second portion of this show. But they go in there, and I mean, Phoebe, can we just talk about her for a second? Yeah. Oh, man, it's a big mess. It's yeah. embarrassing. But a, a big mess. She's a gorgeous mess, though. Like, yeah, yeah. I just find well, it so unattractive to be that disconnected from reality. Well, I just think she's going through a really hard time, and that's the only way for her to kind of... Mm-hmm. get through it was mm-hmm. to kind of mask it but I will say I was really surprised mm-hmm. that she was not honest with her like I considered I Phoebe know. to be this like really open free spirit yeah. so she had these financial problems it really surprised me that she tried so hard yeah, but I them. think I think it's I think it's good writing and good acting because you know she she is she usually is you know the, the one who always sees the sunnier side of the situation mm-hmm. and she's the one that always um, she's lost her her She's lost her support group. She's lost her alimony. And she's yeah. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. possibly losing her husband or they're disconnected at the very least. And um, she's a, she's adrift and she's she's floundering and she's she's doing that thing that people do sometimes do when they are like really lost and they're really really trying to hang on for dear life and it kind of you know doesn't show the very pretty side of us so i think that's what's great about the show it does you know we are having fun and we do play dress up but it's about real stories and and real people and how they you know real characters um and how they navigate these sort of situations and i think it's i think it's good for us to see this side of phoebe because it makes her feel a little more real right like yeah, she's yeah. You know, she's not perfect. She looks perfect. She does. Well, how does how does that go in, like, when you are, you know, doing the wardrobe for her character? It's just, because I feel like the other characters, their wardrobe kind of goes up and down in different phases, because that's what their person, it's like a mood ring. Yeah. But yeah, clothing. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, Phoebe is still kind of just so adamant in being who she was. And that's the key, that that's exactly it with her her character. You know, if you take Delia, Delia's a, a much more volatile character. Like she's outwardly explosive or um, you know calm and straight through. And even Abby is like that. And Joe is just like a firecracker. Mm-hmm. Um, but Phoebe for us has always been the grounded one. She's been um, you know she's lived through some hard times, so she's matured through that. But she's also been supported because she's married, you know, wealthy and she's got great kids mm-hmm. and her life just is okay. Like she's just really always okay. So um, it's, I think it's good for the rest of the girls to see her failing because it, it, it just, she just seems more real. I think she seems more real. It gives more depth to her character. She's um, usually the one that's floating through and, and, you know, keeping, keeping everybody connected and bringing back everybody back into the sunny circle of friends. And, um, it's, it'll be interesting, I think, when you're watching to see how the rest of the season goes with her in her 
going through her rocky period and what happens to the group as a whole. Ooh. I think it really affects the group. I feel struggle. a very uh, lesbian fashion vibe coming on. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, she's definitely gonna hook up with Gemma. Oh, I something's mean, happening with Gemma. What did she say? Sexuality is fluid. Yeah. Foreshadowing. I'm just saying she's yeah. gonna hook up with Gemma. Or Gemma's money. At least she's gonna try to hook up with Gemma's money. It's gonna yes. get real dirty. Yes, I think she's really obviously she's you know she's just um, she's all caught up in that she's caught up in the in the possibility of 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 um, not drowning in her world and sort of staying above it all. Only she's reaching too far and into kind of a not not a really nice place. I think it's really. Uh, I think it's beneath her, really. It is. It's a very uh, hanger-on opportunist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. pretty. Yeah. And I'm really surprised that we're seeing the side. But like we were saying, it's great for the character to to see a different side because she's always been so, you know, meditating and so, like, even and calm all the time to see her a little unrattled. Yeah. Well, but I think it goes to, you know, it's like... It's very easy to be grateful and happy and grounded when everything is going your way. Of course, right. Right. It's a lot harder to be that person who's upbeat and positive and very grounded and put together when Mm -hmm. stuff hits the fan. (laughs) You know? Like, when things start going downhill and you're broke and you're trying to survive in this crazy world where, like, people will start a GoFundMe campaign if you don't have a nanny. Like, (laughs) it's... Like, for real. But I think that's the interesting thing. If she really broke, I mean, regular people terms, I don't think she's broke. Her world, she's broke. And I think that's the part that's so interesting to me where, where I'm like, you really, I mean, if you sold that house, yeah. you'd still be doing better so than the majority of, majority of people in this world. So I think that's the real interesting part because, yeah, in your bubble, you're broke, but you ain't broke. Right. And she, I mean, but she hasn't, she hasn't for the majority, most of her life, not known any other way to live Mm -hmm. so I think that's the scary part for her I think she's a survivor and she could do it but it's that moment of going okay well what does it look like on the other side I don't really know and how am I going to fit into the other side yeah yeah the other side of that bubble well I definitely want to touch on tonight and make sure we do a Delia and mm-hmm. Gordon. Oh, oh, oh love this. Gordon. And what's it like to sound like the token man? You know, I could see you miss Jake, and we do too. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Gordon is top. I mean, to me, he's oh. top. I love him. Is that I fun to Gordon. style like the man that's very few and far between on this show? Yes, it is. And, <laughs> you know, our men, as you probably noticed, seem to come in groups, and then they kind of all sort of dissipate <laughs> oh, as God. they get dumped or they leave or they do their thing. And um, Gordon is one of the characters that has come in, and he's he's much different than Jake, the way, the way he looks, the way Jake yeah. looks or the way that Scott looks or the way that even Frumpkus looks. So, um, he, you know, he's, he has an elevated style and, but he's, mm-hmm. he's a handsome man. He's a man, like he's a he's handsome man. man. He's got an elevated style and, um, you know, Delia gets weak in the knee around him and, and that's tough cause she's a tough one to crack. So that just adds to his, mystique and his allure and I think underneath it all he's actually a really nice guy so what happened at the end of season two was heartbreaking mm-hmm. between the two of them and I think we're we're all kind of holding out that maybe he'll somehow they'll fix this 
Um, but I don't know. At the end of this episode, they sure didn't. Uh, I, I kind of hope they don't. Uh, really? <laughs> right? I really do. I, do, I don't. Because, and not that I don't like Delia, but I think that when you, I think he's right. I think when you destroy someone that much, it's like, can you come back from that? Right. And I know people do it. I know, like, people will have infidelity in their marriage or their relationship and they can get past it, but I just... There's a lot of people that can't. Like, I would never be able to. I've told my husband, I'm like, you better divorce me first, and she better be so hot that I'm like, (laughs) okay, I get it. Like, it just, I could never, I know I could never get past it. It would be like this giant weight that you're just always waiting for it to happen again, and you just never can fully be in it. So I think it would do a disservice to both of them Mm -hmm. to enter back into that relationship. Yeah, it's the truth. Once you get point past that point of no return, you can fake it, but it'll never be yeah. the same. But yeah. I think yeah. the honesty that he gave to her really showed, one, how much he cared for her, and mm-hmm. two, how really mature he is. Because so yeah. he really could have strung her along. Like, mm-hmm. he really could have strung yeah. her along. He could have gotten oh, back man. together to hurt her. He could have oh, said, okay. given her the same speech that she gave to of the guy that she cheated with. with Albert. The, Albert. She could have given him the same speech, but he was like, no, I almost care for you too much mm-hmm. yeah. to even allow you to set yourself up because I know this is not going anywhere. Because right. he knows he'll never yeah. be 100% mm-hmm. in it. So not only never. is it not fair to him, it's not fair to her, and he loves her, and she does deserve happiness and love, but it's not going to be with him because he's never going to be able to fully go there with her. Right. But yeah. the words he used were just crushing. Oh, oh so my That was gosh. really good writing. It was really you good really writing. You really care for me. You won't reach out to me. I mean, my yeah. God. Oh, you see me on the getting the chills right. over you here, you guys. Can, can I just congratulate you, Cynthia, on your ability to dress Delia? Because I worked as an attorney. Oh, well, I'm just saying, I, her workout clothes, everything. I worked as an attorney in New York for years and just kind of felt that we had to dress in this particular type of way. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have found a way in order to give Delia style and strength, but still give her femininity, still kind of change her wardrobe to make her seem like a real person. And I just have not seen real attorneys really do that in a, on a day-to-day basis. So, so true. Right? So I, I really applaud you for giving her a uh, personality and really well, giving her a feeling. Yeah, I, have a, I mean, I have a great platform, and also I've got a great actress to work with. Oh, and, nice. um, you know, it's interesting you say that because I'm, you know, I, I'm sorry, I don't know who they are, but there was one um, firm in New York that reached out to me last year um, and um, they were started following the show because of Delia and because of what she was wearing, and mm-hmm. they were and they spoke to that. And I would love to know if anybody actually you know picks up on some of these looks. Uh, obviously, you know there are some things that Delia wears to work that probably no attorney would wear to work. <laughs> but um, but why not? Like why not wear something? I mean, maybe I'm not in your day in court, but um, you know when you're in the office or it's a day in the office or you're meeting a client, why not? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know, and I'm so curious to know if if uh, if it's inspired anyone to actually really do it in real life, like really sort of, you know, up their game a little bit. Allie McBeal. Not, but don't go as far as Allie did, you know. <laughs> yeah. Allie. She was a hot mess. Allie was just short. There was and no now color we all sound really thing. old yeah. that we're referencing right. Allie right. McBeal. For those of you young people, it was it's on a really Netflix, long time ago. And it's one of the best shows in the entire Before world. Before you could TiVo. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, let's, you know, we had a little bit of Joe. Since we don't have a lot of time left, I'm going to kind of skit over her because it's just stuff that's building. (coughs) But I do want to ask questions about her style in the end with you. But let's get into Abby and Coach Brady. Yeah. 
Ew. I don't know. <laughs> you guys, I'm loving it. Really? Yeah. Like the sunflowers. I can't. I mean, we've I do. It was hot when he grabbed her hand and they like made out of the room. I'll give him that. What did you think of the fantasy thing? Disgusting. <laughs> I mean, quintessential romance novel, though. Like, no. pinpoint yes. that. And then he actually did spit it on her boob yes. this episode. That it's like she's so psychic or something. Gross. But how many times? How is that? Like, a it was an accident, but she kind of knew that it happened in her head. She dreamt yeah. it. Or saw it when I she was mean, writing. It's 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 supposed to be well. It's well. It is what it is. But it's also supposed also supposed sorry supposed to show. I mean, Abby's kind of kooky. Oh, besides yeah. being brilliant, she's kind of a Lucille Ball like in her character. She's a little nutty. Yeah. And of course, her fantasy would go that way. Of course, it would because otherwise, it would be you know a true romance icky you know, mm. sappy moment. But, I mean, her red dress falls off. He winds up actually spitting a seed on her in her fantasy. Yeah. You know? If that happened, if I had a weird dream, like, fantasy thing about a guy spitting the seeds on me, and I would have thought, you know, Sam, you're weird. Like, get out get out of it. And then if it would have happened... After you peed oh, in a car? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was amazing. I knew he was going to catch her. there's yeah. nothing hotter than peeing... In between cars Nothing. in the parking lot and Bakersfield, and then go. having a sunflower seed spit onto right. your boob, and you're like, man. But couldn't it be like a watermelon <laughs> seed or something? Like a sunflower seed is just so utterly disgusting. Could it me? be like not involving spitting well, on people? You know, like, some people like that. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Well, can you tell us a little bit what it was like dressing James Leisure? Because you know we saw him in the bar last week, and he was all slick and sexy. Uh-huh. And I mean, is it just pretty like general? baseball gear and then some tight jeans. Yeah, how many pairs of jeans did you try on him? Because you got him. And did he just just make him bend over? Did you did like the fitting consist of like just keep just bend over these ones? No. It worked it worked really well. (laughs) Well he um I mean he's he's pretty all right, I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty fine to dress and he's a gentleman. He's a real he's He's a hugger in real life. Oh, like dear. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you say he's a hugger? She also he said it's really hard. The, he comes what? into the to the first fitting we did in L.A. And, uh, you know, a lot of actors are, I don't, I don't want to say shy, but they're, you know, they're just meeting oh, you for the first time and they have to get pretty much naked in front of you. So it's, it's, it's uncomfortable even for seasoned famous people um and he's one of those actors where he came into the room he said hello you know he's very open and very gregarious and really nice but in a soft smooth kind of way and uh, i'm dying just, right now i'm a hugger oh hug hug and he hugged my assistant and we were all suddenly our knees were weak and he probably could have put anything on and i'd have been fine with it you know? <laughs> Well, there you go, James Leisure. Oh, right. Do you need a second assistant for any of his fittings from now on? You just let me know. Yeah, and you know, where we uh, have our, our fittings in L.A. at Warner Brothers, of course, there's all the other um, shows that are working in there. So, yeah, there was a lot of, you know, like, <laughs> going by our room when the door was open. Oh, my God. That's so amazing. The perks of the a job. Lot of looks. I do love that. And Abby really loves it, too. Yes. I have a question yes. about Abby's character because I do feel like, you know, because she's starting to dress down a little bit because right. of the baseball thing, but also I think because she's trying to kind of be like, I'm a cool girl. 
You know, I'm chill. Trying yeah. to fit in with the baseball oh, moms. Trying to be a mom. Yeah. Yeah, she's trying to fit in with the moms in her Abby way. I mean, you know, the one shoulder off the sh- one shouldered polka dot flouncy top to the baseball game isn't quite the yeah. um, you know mm-hmm. um, uh, baseball mom singlet that's all bedazzled. Um, she she still keeps her own style, but yeah, she's into her jeans, and you will notice that she doesn't wear. She's always still in her heels most of the time. Yeah. She wore sneakers one time. I got them on her one time, and this is sort of a combo of me and Lisa and this character. And um, you'll notice they were <laughs> they were um, wedge the wedge converse snedges. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I have some yeah. of those. I've never worn them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We only wore them in the laundry room at the, at the football on the or at the motor inn that they were staying in. We only wore them there. She still wears her high heels, you know, to baseball yeah, on the baseball does. field. Um, well. The sort of the joke on our show, and every new director that comes in says, "Does Abby ever wear flats or sandals?" I'm like, "No, no. <laughs> no. She wears heels or bare feet. That's it." <laughs> I <laughs> love like, that. Oh, okay. I love that so much. Now that we have you for a few more minutes, you know, we could talk about the show for hours and hours about what yeah, happened tonight. Yeah. But you are here. You are a beautiful gem, and we have to take advantage of it. Um, okay, so I just want to talk for a minute about your career. I did a little, little research on you, and you started off as a performer. Is that correct? Or you were working in theater and dance? I like, worked in theater. I was a dancer in musical theater, and um, that's where I started, in theater and dance. Yeah. That's so cool. And then you just kind of, like, started designing things and getting into fashion, and then mm-hmm. you, like, how does one become a costume designer, yeah. you know, for a show like this especially? Um. Well... It's, uh, you know, film is film and TV are one of those genres, one of those jobs in life that you can still kind of make your own way without having to have a million degrees um, under your belt. But, um, I mean, I, I did have a background in theater, and then I went to fashion design school, and then I um, decided I, I, I got a job doing building a tutu for a film, and I kind of got hooked. I just loved the whole set thing. It was really, it was, I, I, I was hooked. And then I, you know, I basically stalked a production designer for about a year <laughs> and said, I'll do anything. Like, what is your next project? I'll do anything. And, and so he asked me, he was doing an indie and, um, that was my first show and I've never done it. That was in like 94 and I haven't done anything since. And, um, you know, you just have to really, I mean, I have an agent and everything. I mean, you have to promote yourself and work hard at it from all angles and, um, and find, you know, find what you're good at, like what genre you're good working in. And um, um, although my next project is nothing like this, so that's kind of interesting. I'm Can kind you of tell scared us to death. But <laughs> Can you um, tell us yet what it is? Yeah, it's just uh, we're starting up really soon. It's the second season of um, a series of unfortunate events. Ooh, oh. that's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, so it's really different from what I usually do. Um, I think the only thing I've done like that before is Halo where it's, you know, total fantasy and total build and not so much fashion and shopping, um, which I'll miss, but I'll come back to it. Oh, you will. Because you've worked on Unreal before, right? You've worked with Marty right, before. Yes. And they're back for a third season and I'm so sad I'm not on it because I really got attached to the, I love Constance Zimmer and Sherry Appleby and we really had so much fun. But th- this season they're doing a Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Lots of men. 
lots of men, which is great, but um, I think I prefer to do, you know, 26 women as opposed to 26 men. Unless it's 26 really? Jamie Lee's. I was going to say, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can have a lot more. I think, like, wardrobe-wise, you can have a lot more fun with 26 gowns versus, like, 26 oh, yeah. versions of, like, a suit or pant and shirt, you know, like. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I mean, I mean, I know, I know the designer on the show will do an amazing job, and I know the show will be great because it's, like, just so, such a crazy show. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, gowns and bikinis and date dresses and way more, you know, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you guys have any questions? Because I have a couple more up my sleeve if you don't. Uh Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Lindsay has one. I do, I do. I have to ask, is there, you don't have to name names, but I'm just saying, is there anyone on the show that is like a pain in the rear end (laughs) to dress? That oh is like because you know people say. have opinions. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like Lindsay. when I'm getting dressed in the morning, sometimes I go through like everything in my closet that I've actually picked out, and I uh, hate the way everything looks. Like, do you, you know, ever get people no, that come in and I, you know they like don't really like what you? You put know, them what? In? I'm I'm gonna say no, and the oh, reason is gosh. because we are in now season five. Um, you know, we know the characters really well mm-hmm. and I like to come in super, super prepared at the very beginning of a season with lots of ideas and storyboards and, and, you know, tears and everything for the cast so that they feel like, um, you know, like, like I'm really giving them a real, I'm giving them options and I come in with a really good idea of who I think the character is and then they feel comfortable. So we kind of build from there and that makes it really easy. So I don't have to deal with a lot of, I hate this, or what are you doing, or this mob, or anything season, like that. Was there but any where of I that? do run into that sometimes <laughs> is with um, not even guest stars, but you know, day players, people that come in to do. Um, it's always the little people. Episode. It's true. And you know, we don't get to spend much time with them, and they come in, and we we've got a much smaller range to work with with them, and it's kind of sometimes those. And you it's know, so yeah. important to them because it's probably, yeah. like, the first time they've gotten a role, so they're, like, so yeah. stressed out about what they're wearing. Exactly, exactly. Or they do this a lot, and they play these kind of roles a lot, so they, you know, they want to add a little bit more this time. Mm, so, sure. you know, there's more conversation and dialogue, and I really have to dial down my, you know, or dial up my patience level and just realize, <laughs> yeah. you know, and think that and know that. You know, I got to give these people a minute. Yeah, <laughs> more than usually is oh, like dear. in and out. Got it done. It's all good. So, well, how difficult is it to give Scott the the right aprons that he needs to cover the necessary parts? <laughs> given the Great fact question. that he doesn't wear a lot of clothing, do you and have does to anything get, go under the apron? Right? Do you have oh. to get like longer ones, or yep. you know, does how, anything? How exactly are you? Because how are you handling these scenes? Critical, critical scenes. You know? So here's we have another actor that just comes in with his English well, cute English uh, accent. We love well. He he brought us last season, Cynthia. <laughs> he brought us vegan cake pops. He came uh, in the studio and I mean I just about died. Just, yeah. I didn't even just, eat his cake pops and it, it was smitten. <laughs> they were delicious. <laughs> And I hate vegan he's, stuff. He's again a super nice guy. He's so nice. very he's he comes in all elegant and cheeky and he's always brings a gift cheeky. of usually <laughs> food and um, and again is serious about his character, but he's got this you know quirky um, comic edge to him, I guess. Mm-hmm. And 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 again, like he's just so crazy good looking and 
all of that. And then he's got this boyish charm. I don't know. I could go on about Scott. And yes, he's got a body to die for. And mm-hmm. he's a dancer. And um, um, so therefore, as, as you may know this, but <laughs> dancers and Actors that work in theater um, aren't afraid to get naked. Usually, no, they, they, those are the ones. <laughs> those are the people that aren't afraid to get naked because when you're working on stage or in dance, a you lot of times time. the quick changes happen behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. So it's just like yeah. drop it and put the next thing on. So, yep. So he comes <laughs> in and drops it. Well, your job just gets better and better. And and on camera, I mean, there's no, there's not a lot. You know, there's not a lot of modesty behind. Well, one last question for the night before we let you go. I just want to talk a little bit about the share costumes oh, gorgeous. and how you did each one yes. kind of in a, in a, in a shortened way, but about yeah. each costume. Well, the, the of course the um, writers had ideas of who who would be embodying what share and what generation, and then we kind of played around with that because obviously we knew that Delia had to be the gypsies, tramps, and thieves, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. moment with with the um, braids and all the and she. Oh, she I mean, oh, she I mean maybe I think hers was my favorite to be honest. She's she was my favorite. She looked amazing. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it just were it all came together. It was perfect. Yeah. I mean, we found those we found those suede pants at Nordstrom, and we just put the ribbon on the top, and we made the top to match, and then we made all the ribbons and the faux fur pieces for her hair and all that jewelry. It was really it was really kind of a shop, which was amazing, and she just pulled it off. It was so much fun, and um, uh, Phoebe's is you know a, a supposed to be a Bob Mackie gown, and we, we couldn't even afford to like rent a Bob Mackie gown, so. <laughs> We made it. We made that. That really? was customers wow. beating that gown for days and days and days. And it was gorgeous. It fitted like made, a glove. It was perfect. Uh, yeah. What was made for her? Well, that and, explains. And yeah. Bo should have it because I mean, my God, and her boobs are just like oh, right yeah. there. It's just perfect. like amazing. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of sad with the long hair. She needed it to be share, but I was like, oh my God, don't cover all that up. And yeah. then Joe, what was obviously. I mean, she made reference to Moonstruck, and when she got the slap when they were from Delia, when they were <laughs> the vintage store, I loved that moment. That was, that was so yeah, great. She needed that. Oh, because <laughs> she was stocking from Kiss. Yes. Oh, yes. I just decided to go with like the '80s, '90s um, version of. Um, there is a costume that's super similar to that that Cher wore, and it's just a um, a body a fishnet bodysuit, and we just put Swarovski all over it, and um, that crazy wedge hair. Uh, and yeah not a good look (laughs) yeah I I wish we saw more of those dresses but anyways that's TV for you yeah Yeah. well they were amazing and you are absolutely amazing it was so lovely talking to you tonight thank you so much so for the fans one more time let's give you another shout out for social media where can they find do you ever post pictures of dresses and costumes any of that All time like go to my instagram there was something i posted from something we shot last night Ooh, Ooh, really fun. all yeah. right well where so can they find you spoiler but i won't tell you what it's for but you Ooh. can see what it might be in season five awesome so, yeah so let's give it one more time so the oh, viewers okay. it's, that just, know. it's cynthia summers on instagram yeah it's just at cynthia summers and twitter is cynthia a summers okay thank you so much for being here we're gonna let yeah. you go you're oh, amazing nice to you. it was so yeah. nice talking to you yeah. I don't know where I'm looking here to either. Anyway, <laughs> you're good. You're good. Don't even worry about. It. Don't we worry don't about it at all. The time. 
<laughs> no one knows where they're looking. <laughs> okay, so yeah, bye. Thank you so bye. much. Bye. All right, and for us, uh, you can find us. You can find me, Tara Johnson, on Twitter and Instagram at TJ Wagging Her Tail. And you can find me, Lindsay Miller, on Instagram and Twitter at Rockin' Mama Life. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43. just want to give another, how amazing was she? Oh, fantastic. So great. So awesome to have her. Thank you all so, so much for joining us. Yeah. Comment, rate, subscribe, chat with us, just talk to us. We love talking about the show. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 